Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participant's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Hello, Stomping Jen. Sawtooth Rick. Here you are. Here I am. Captive. Once again. <laughs> captive. Captive to the Soft Serve podcast. That look. What? I would rather be anywhere else, doing anything else with anyone else. That was a big yawn. It's okay. Is it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, let's do it. Okay. Shall we? Mm-hmm. The Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Why don't I feel like singing anymore? Because I've driven it off of you. Huh. Is that like I've internalized the abuse you've given me about uh-huh. my singing? That's right. Why do you hate my singing so much? I don't hate your singing. How do you feel about it? Uh, it's just annoying. Okay. You need to talk a little bit louder, okay? <laughs> right off the bat. There we go. This is literally like our 190th something episode. Great. So just giving you a gentle reminder. Thanks, friend. Okay, that that microphone in front of you, even as expensive as it is, can't pick up noise if you're just croaking and whispering. I don't just croak and whisper. Thank you very much. All right. Well, that's what it sounded like to me. A croak sure and a whisper. Thing. How did this cat get in here? I don't know. All right. Well, um, this is the week after Passover and Easter. Okay. What do you think about that? The week after? Yeah. This is the week after Passover and Easter. Okay. What's Passover again? Let's remind people. Uh, Passover is a historical holiday, Jewish holiday. Uh-huh. Um, where... Uh, we talk and reminisce and remember about the um, the exodus of the Jewish people from Egypt when they were slaves, and the thirteen plagues happened. Right, like the Ten Commandments, the movie. I mean to say, was that Charlton Heston? Charlton Heston, right? And we commemorate those. Um, plagues through the dinner. Well, we don't commemorate the plagues. We tell of the plagues, the story. Right. We of remember. The plagues. We remember the plagues. Right. Through the Passover dinner. Yes. And there's two of them. Yes, they're so, called seders, which yeah. means order in Hebrew. Yeah. Um, this year in 2022, they occurred on Friday and Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So, 
And Easter was on Sunday. Easter, yeah. You don't have a lot of experience with Easter. No, we've talked about this in previous yeah. Eastover episodes. Now, I will tell the story of Easter. Okay. If you want to know. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so Jesus, Jesus, who was Jewish, yeah. was um, at a Passover dinner. Yeah. Right? And yeah. they were serving rabbit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They ate that. It sounds delicious. And one of the rabbits was not fully cooked. And it jumped off of the table, and it bit Jesus in the throat. Ouch. And Jesus bled to death. Oh, lovely. Right. So they took Jesus, they tied him onto a cliff. A cliff? Yeah, out in the desert. They tied him onto a cliff? Yeah, out in the desert. Are you talking about a cross? No, a cliff. A cliff? This is the story of Jesus. So they tied him up on a cliff. (laughs) Out in the desert, the the vultures came and ate him, right? So he was internalized in about five different vultures. Then three days later, all of the um, people who were Jesus's um, in his gang, right? In his gang, Uh were gathered, gathered around the base of the cliff, looking up at Jesus's bones, right? And they were like, oh, we really miss Jesus. I guess he's not the son of God. Then all of a sudden there was a giant flash of light in the sky and the five vultures came down. They fused into one ball of light and out of that ball of light emerged Jesus. Hello, hello. That's the story of Jesus. <laughs> That's how I remember it. What, what about uh, eggs? Eggs? Well, yeah, you missed that part. One of the one of the features Jesus retained from um, being composed of five vultures now was being able to lay eggs. Great. <clears throat> and so Jesus walked around, and whenever he had a bit of wisdom to give. He would squat down. He would lay an egg. Right? And, and give one, it to you like a fortune cookie? Yeah. One of the apostles would come and crack it open. And read like the tea leaves? And we'd read the tea leaves. Inside were the tea leaves. <laughs> where does the Easter rabbit come into play? Well, that's to remember the rabbit that jumped off of the Passover table and bit Jesus in the throat. Huh. That's what that signifies. What about chocolate? What about chocolate? There's lots of chocolate consumed. Everyone likes chocolate. That's all. Oh, that's it. Just a reason to eat chocolate. Oh. When isn't a reason to eat chocolate? Um, all the time. We'll get into that. But uh, so, anyways, that's the story I remember. Uh, oh. If anybody out there remembers something different, feel free to <laughs> reach out to us and let us know. But that's how I remember the story of Easter. So, um. That happened. Busy, busy weekend with all of the, the celebrating um, of those holidays. Um, now you, we all, we've talked about this week after week here mm-hmm. on the podcast. We all know you're uh, running for re-election. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to check in with you to see if you have a, uh, a re-election update. How is the campaign going? Uh, it's very slow, very slow. Okay. Yeah. I've not done anything. Okay, when will you start doing something? This is the third week you've told us now. 
that it's very slow. It is very slow. Isn't the election in just over a month? Yeah. Okay, so I'm assuming there's going to have to be some campaigning. Yes. Uh, so when is all of that going to happen? Walk us through the plan. Are there going to be standouts and that sort of thing? Um, yeah, sure. That sounds like a good idea. Probably should get on that. I gotta get my signs out. Right. All that kind of stuff. What does that look like? Uh, do you distribute those to people? Do mm-hmm. they come and pick them up? They put them on their lawns? I don't remember how it happened last time. <clears throat> but yeah, there was some sort of means by which people said, you can put a sign on my lawn. And I have a limited number of signs, so I really just want to put them on supporters of mine that live on main roads where they can uh, be seen or like roads that people travel on. Okay. I haven't seen a single sign yet for you. Well, it's because I've only given one person a sign and the rest of them are in our basement. Yeah. I mean, we don't even have one in our yard, so you should get on that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Probably would be a good idea. I can get a few of them out. All right. Well. I'll get them out and then um, I'm sure there will be a newspaper article where they'll ask me a bunch of questions and there will be um, a cable bctv usually does a candidates night right um and uh people might write into the paper to support my re-election um yeah um yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes okay um all right well good luck as i've said all along thank you whatever i can do to help thank you i know it seems a little bit less um exciting the second time around than the first time around no no doesn't seem less exciting i'm ready to go out there stand on the street with a sign wave it around i'm up for that are you gonna like do those tricks like those um the tax people who stand on the corner. Like the sign spinners? The sign spinners, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose I could. I wonder if we should make a sign I spinner. I could learn how to do that. my name on it. All right, well. Yeah, I mean, I have, you know, my tribe of people that are still in support of my, and I see people on the streets and they're excited to vote for me again, so. All right, I'm just not seeing a lot of activity. Well, there's not been a lot of activity for from anyone any of the candidates for any of them yeah there's a new person running against you and the other incumbent i haven't seen anything from that person i haven't seen a sign i haven't seen any social media presence right i did see they attended our board meeting this past week okay Um, well not on camera so i still don't know what they look like does that matter no i'm just saying you i think one of the things that i did on my campaign the first go around was to go to the meetings uh, so that I could familiarize myself with what's happening. And, um, I was already on some committees, so I already kind of knew some of the workings of town. Right. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, um, thank you for your offer. Yeah. Help. I appreciate that. Yeah, I have to say there's been a lot of uh, political activity mm-hmm. on Facebook otherwise, not not election related. Yeah. There are these town forums <clears throat> where people discuss politics, and it's become really interesting. Um, as myself, 
on on Facebook yeah. and these forums, I feel very constrained. Yeah. Right. Um, so I've created a, a number of fake profiles mm-hmm. so I can give my actual opinions about things. <laughs> I'm not going to say what those are here, but I, it's it's really interesting to me how. Ah, fearful, I fear, uh, of some of these uh, wackadoos mm-hmm. out there, mostly on the right, mm-hmm. who express opinions that, you know, are very much aligned with depriving people of human rights, depriving us of democracy. Mm-hmm. And uh, how fearful I fear of doing that is myself. Hmm. But I feel less less fearful of it with a fake profile. Well, I mean, our address is public, so it's not really that crazy. Yeah. So, anyways, I've been I've been enjoying being able to go on these forums and express my actual opinions about things. You're not a nice person. That's great. Everyone should feel free to be their authentic self. Should they? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people out there. I feel people hate me if they know my authentic self. Huh? You're not a nice person. What do you think? I don't know. Well, you know me. Yeah, I don't hate you. Interesting. Hmm. That's questionable. Whether or not I hate you? What? Yeah. Why would you say that? Um, so, all right, well, we'll see. I think once we get closer to this election, though, things might heat up. Okay. You know, out there. We'll see. For you um, and the other people running. We'll see. You said there's going to be a debate? Uh, I don't think we ever had a debate. You usually have a candidate's night. Oh, candidate's night. Yeah. (laughs) It's not so much a debate as a... Asking of questions. Oh, yeah. The moderator comes and just asks questions. Yeah. Right? From the townspeople. Uh, it's usually somebody from BCTV. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. So. Okay. I mean, and it's not just the select board that have uh, open positions that people are running for. There's the school committee and planning board and. Yeah. A whole bunch of different things. Well, that's the thing I noticed. People love to bitch about the fucking town <clears throat> and how they mm-hmm. need this or they need that, mm-hmm. and they don't volunteer for shit. No, and they also don't pay attention to meetings either. So, And then they shit all over the volunteers. This is me saying this, not you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we had one of those uh, wackadoo attempts to overthrow our school committee here in our town earlier in the year. Uh, thankfully, it was defeated. You know, it's mm-hmm. like one of those recall things. But uh, those people who wanted to do that recall uh, displayed a real disregard for the elected officials, mm-hmm. the amount of work they do, mm-hmm. and just what they've invested. Yeah, a lot of time, energy, mental uh, load in the head. Yeah. But, you know, they were taking their marching orders from Steve Bannon, who is telling people out there who, on the right, that this is what they have to do. This is part of a concerted strategy. Take over um, 
town governments and push conservative policies. And Bannon has been encouraging people to do that at the school board level for more than a year, since January 6th, since the insurrection. But, okay, well, um, good luck. Oh, thank you so much. It's not easy being a politician. No. I know that myself. I'm an elected official. That is for sure. Right. I've been doing it a little bit longer than you. Great. Yeah. You know, and what, and eventually you develop a, um, when it comes to criticism, I mean, you have to have a healthy dose of self-reflection and take in, um, uh, well-intentioned criticism, but as a, as an elected official and as a leader, you get your share of, uh, people who tantrum at you. Mm-hmm. who say unflattering things about you mm-hmm. in the press, um, in other places. Like, I've been called a wild-eyed lunatic, <laughs> right, by the um, people I deal with, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they, and I've said it before here, I'm the um, co-president of a union, mm-hmm. um, and I serve it right now as president of that union in a different capacity too so it's weird I'm, I'm co-president and president but um you're president again yeah. yeah you didn't tell me that i am yeah i'm almost done i thought you finished uh no i have to it goes every other year so i did it the year before last last year i was not president of the whole thing yeah and now this year i'm president again but mm-hmm. i'm also co-president of my chapter no i know that part but i didn't realize that you were president of the whole thing again yeah when did that happen last july july of 2021 what anyways i'm almost done so um anyways i get a healthy dose of bullshit from people right when you run a re-election yeah did you do standouts and put signs up no (laughs) <laughs> um, we communicated to the, our membership, mm-hmm. right? Um, who was running? Right. I made a candidate statement, mm-hmm. and um, I ran. Yeah, that's it. And I won. That's it. That sounds like my campaign's going to be. <clears throat> Hopefully, yeah. Let's hope. Um, but my larger point about that was, um, in addition to getting valid criticism from people, I get a whole bunch of bullshit, yeah. tantruming, mm-hmm. people yelling at me, calling me a socialist, people uh, challenging me to fights in parking lots, people telling me I'm too negative, that I fight with the... Uh, administration too much that sort of stuff Mm. but um you know when it comes to union work and workers rights you gotta fight Mm -hmm. anyways you gotta fight for your right no you gotta fight for your right to work anyways some of these um some of these people have you know called me like i said before a lunatic um, you know, said very unflattering things about me. Mm-hmm. And that just comes with comes with the territory, comes with leadership. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, in some respects, you got to be like a duck. Mm-hmm. You know, whip out your corkscrew penis and fuck them all. Oh my God, do ducks have corkscrew penises? Yes, ducks do have corkscrew penises. I thought it was pigs. Uh, no, ducks have it too. Is that true? 100% true. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Because female ducks um, have a cork in their vagina and they're filled with wine. <laughs> <laughs> why they float around on the water. Yes. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. Um but so that uh anyways, um yeah, be like a duck. Fuck them all mm. with your corkscrew dick. That's what I say. Okay, well, all right, that's enough about elections and politics, right? And penises. And corkscrew shaped penises. So uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, this will be a shorter episode, because we're tired from all the traveling we've done for Easter and Passover. Um, I had a question, and kind of as we're doing more, well, first a framing mechanism. What's a framing mechanism? You hate that term. You got mad at me earlier. We almost didn't record this podcast because I was talking about how I want to reintroduce a framing mechanism to... The episodes that you and I do. And you got all mad and you're like, I don't know what a framing mechanism is. I have no idea. You've never used that word before. Blah, 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 blah. That's true. And I got mad because I've used that term many, many times. Sure. Sure, Jan. So I explained it to you. So what is a framing mechanism? Oh, you want me to regurgitate it back to you? Yeah, sure. It's not regurgitating. I'm just You can tell us. No, I want you... want. You, you to want, tell us. <clears throat> is this the quiz? It's not a quiz. <laughs> it's the pop quiz. It's not a pop quiz. It feels like a pop quiz. What's your what's the what's a framing mechanism? What's a framing? It's a way to structure. Yeah. Yeah, we used to do that list, right? What was that? Mm-hmm. The list for happiness? Yeah, the 52 list. Right. So what I decided I want to do, at least for a little while, is just ask a question every podcast. A question that I find interesting. And the first one is going to be, why are you yawning so much? Just ignore my yawning. I'm fine. Um, so anyways, the one I want to do now is, what are your most common negative thoughts? Mm-hmm. So this might be like therapy. You know, I love therapy. Uh-huh. So that's what I wanted to, that's what I wanted to um, have us discuss. Okay. What are your negative thoughts? I have lots of negative thoughts. Did you write them down like mm-hmm. I asked you to? No, I don't write no. things down. It's hard for me to write things down. Okay. Well, you go first. What are your negative thoughts? Your most common negative thoughts? Um, that I'm fucking things up. You're fucking things up. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Just, I have, uh, like a lot of people, imposter syndrome. Huh. I have that on my list too. Yeah. Um, but go ahead. Uh, say more about that if you want. What to. about more about imposter syndrome? Yeah, or that you feel like you're fucking things up. Well, it's like you know, like I I work for myself and I put myself out there, and you know, I take for granted the skill set I have a lot of time. Okay. And so, you know, I have to go out, I have to market myself, I have to sell my ser- my services. You sound like a... <laughs> go ahead. What? You said you have to sell yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm not a prostitute. Okay. But I have to make money, right? 
That's what they say. People have to make money. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, you tell people, hey, I can do this for you and I can do that for you. And then you have to deliver on this and that, right? Right. And then if anything goes wrong and then this or that, you know, it, sometimes it can feel a little bit um, overwhelming or negative. And then, you know, you have to come to do a reality check like this happened to me today, right? Um, like I have a client. Pays me to do. Excuse me. Oh, we're reintroducing burps apparently due to the podcast. Go ahead. Um, you know, so this client pays me to do a certain amount scope of work every month, um, but it's year end, right, for tax purposes, right? Yeah. Um, there's like a little bit more work that needs to happen for year end. You know, this person, these people have uh, an accountant who is asking additional questions that maybe I can't answer because they're not things that I work on yeah. per se, but then well, you're not an accountant. Right. And then the client, you know, is looking to me to help navigate those things. So I have to be very clear with my boundaries about my, my own skill set and what I can and cannot do for these people. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. So that can sometimes feel a little bit, um, yeah, I guess I feel a different thing about that. I often feel other people think I'm a phony and that I don't belong where I am. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. So sometimes I feel like I'm, well, is not, it, I'm not living up to what the expectation was, you know. Yeah. It's like when I step back and I think about it, I often say to myself okay I'm pretty sure like I'm smart enough to do this I'm good enough I'm good enough and gosh darn it people like me well no I don't think people like me that's the thing that's part of one of the negative thoughts I have uh -huh. um, I'll read it from my list it's that all of these people hate me why does it have to be a list Huh? that's what I do that's how I structure things I put things in lists okay. but um, I often I often feel that way, and then sometimes I feel like people say things like little fucking jabs mm -hmm. to insinuate that I don't belong where I am, mm -hmm. right? Or you know, somebody else deserves it more than me, mm -hmm. or is better than me mm -hmm. at a particular thing, and right. all of that may be true. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think it's oh, <clears throat> well, that's how I true. feel. But I think you have to. That's in, how I feel. In life, right? You have to remember that everybody carries their own perception of the world, and everyone's perception is their own. No, I think there are people perception. out there with various axes to grind. and No, but that's their perception, right? So, right, like, I'm just going to take us right back to LPV for a minute. Wait, Leadership Pioneer what, Valley, yeah. which was a training... Program. It's a year-long leadership program. That you and I both went through separately. Right. But I remember them. I, it's just like for some reason I'm having a strong recollection of having this conversation about people's perceptions and how everyone perceives the world around them differently. Right? Yeah. Um, so there might be people out there who do have access to grind, but that's their perception is that they feel the need to have an axe to grind. 
Yeah, but you know this. I'm an, I am You're hypersensitive. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, thank you. I'm a very sensitive person right. and I care very much what people despite my therapist's best attempts, <laughs> right? Like I still care very much what I believe other people think about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be careful to say I can't really know what anybody thinks about me unless they say it. But people do when they say things that send indicators to what they think about you. Mm-hmm. And anyways. Um, but then again, right, it's how you. Oh, it's my lens. It's your lens, right? No, it's my lens. It's exactly. my lens. It, and I'm insecure. Mm-hmm. I. Um, yeah. I And I, I often feel like I'm the dumbest person in the room. Which is also not true. That's how I feel half the time. I understand. And I sit there and I get caught up in my own insecurity about that feeling. And then I'm like, I have a hard time talking. I have a hard time speaking up. I have a hard time breaking into a conversation. It's interesting. There are conversations. I'll just sit there and you know, I'm trying to get into the conversation It'd be like half an hour and nobody leaves you space. Mm. I've been in those situations. And I, I'm not the type of, um, I don't know, butt over people. I don't, like I did just now. I'm going to butt over you now. Yeah, no, it's okay. But yeah, I mean, I'm not, um, metaphorically speaking, the type of person, you know, who has my dick and balls out and is just out to, um, you know, fuck the world with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. In my idea, like, and I just have, I don't know. That's how I feel. I feel like an imposter. I feel dumb. I feel like everybody else is smarter than me. And then, and then I also feel like they think all those things about me constantly. I'm feeling that way. I'm so sad for you. Huh? I feel so sad for you. Wait, you just said you felt like you have imposter syndrome. I do. Oh, okay. Not like It's all not the- that extreme. No. No. No, no. What other? I have you know. I have anxiety about certain situations. I don't like. I'm non-confrontational. I don't like to uh, have a differing opinion and express that opinion. Right. And if somebody's angry in front of me, like I don't, I, I, I don't like it. Why don't you just picture everybody as me, and then you can just yell at them. I don't yell at you. I think I'm pretty patient with you. I know. Okay. Don't give people this perception that I'm a shrew and I just yell at you all I didn't say time. you were a shrew. If I wanted to say you were a shrew, I would say that. Alrighty. No. Um, no, I think for the most part, we uh, are able to disagree relatively well <laughs> and work through things. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to. I pout a lot. You do. <laughs> you do. You're like the queen of pouting. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh well. Part of that, though. Part of that is what I'm talking about, right? You, you get very defensive. Yeah. Well, part of it is and you um, shut down. Yeah. Part. I mean, this is part of. Um, your psychology. My most common negative thought uh, profile is just I feel people um, don't have any respect for me. Whose phone is that? 
Is that your phone? My phone is upstairs, plugged in. Ruining my podcast? I don't know what this is. It might be my computer. Oh, isn't that lovely? Uh, I don't know why it's doing that. Somebody's calling you, and you don't have your computer set to be quiet. (laughs) I'm not at my computer. It should be quiet. It was not on. Yeah, well, it must be. All right. It's over now. Well, until it happens again. It might have been my father. Oh, all right. Well, um, okay. Other negative thoughts you have that <clears throat> vex you um, on a continuous basis. A negative thought. Um, I feel like um, people don't like me. Let's see. Do I have that one too? Yeah, I have on my list. All these people hate me. That's similar. Yeah. I feel like people exclude me. Yeah. Um, and then I always have to reset my my thinking. Yeah. The strange thing for me is um, I want to be excluded. <laughs> right? But then know. I get mad when I'm excluded. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? No. Okay. So stay with me here. Um, you don't really want to do the things... You want to be asked, but not expected to go. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know that people are thinking about me. Yeah. Right. But the last thing on earth I want to do is go do anything. Right. Because I'm tired. Right. Um, of anxiety about situations. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, but I do want to be thought of. Right. But anyways, I do think most people hate me. sad you don't feel that way no interesting no i don't think people hate me wait isn't that what you just said no you said oh you said people you're afraid people don't like you yeah okay yeah no mine's worse i feel like people actively hate me like people but then aren't they still thinking about you if they hate you yeah but that's not good you don't want someone to be thinking about you and hating you That's just narcissistic thinking. What do you mean? You don't want people to, like, nobody's sitting around hating on you and thinking about you in that way. Like, oh, I hate that guy. Oh, I think some people are. I do. Mm. But again, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just narcissistic thinking. It ties into my insecurity, though. Yeah. Also. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so you feel like people don't like you and you want to be included. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. <laughs> what a downer this is. Well, this is the worst you, question. You picked the topic. I know. All right, what else did you have? You talk more. All right, um, I'm too fat. That's a common negative thought I have. I think sometimes I could stand to lose a few pounds, but I never really think of myself as fat. Yeah. Until I have to put on a bathing suit and I get a picture of myself taken and I'm like, oh. Wait, you get a picture of yourself taken when you try on a bathing suit? No, I'm just saying in general. Like if I see a picture of myself where it's not so flattering. Huh. Like, because when I'm walking around, like I don't feel 
large. I don't think anyone does. You get you get used to the weight you carry. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Is that true? I think it is, and then you can't see it. You know? Huh. That's what I think. Interesting. Yeah. I like, don't know, but like over this pandemic, I've put on twenty pounds. Huh. That I'm like really struggling to lose. And I feel really self-conscious. Like I went to a work thing a couple of weeks ago, right? And I hadn't seen somebody for two years. I could see them looking me up and down. And like I could see the, I was talking to this person and I could see the thought running through their mind. Wow, he's really gotten fat. That is your. But it's not. Here's the problem. Did the person say, oh, wow, look, you've gotten fat? Like, no. no. They kept looking at different parts of my body and Maybe. not at my face. Maybe. Let's just try something on for a second. Go ahead. Maybe they were insecure and couldn't look at you in the eye and they were searching for places to look and it happened no. to feel like no. they were looking at parts of your body. No, this person had no reason to be insecure in my presence. They, I just want to tell you, they were. Levels of power above me. It doesn't matter. I'm just telling you. That is your lens. You are making a lot of assumptions there. But my lens is that's also your insecure. <laughs> no, but that's your insecurity a, speaking. But also, the scale doesn't lie. Okay. So. Yeah. Right? The best indicator of weight gain is clothing. Okay. And I will also say that as long as you're healthy, what difference does it make? I don't feel I'm healthy. You exercise on a regular basis. It's walking. That's not exercising. It's still exercise. Go on. Um, we stop drinking. You don't smoke. No, don't. Yeah. So, like, you're living your life. But I weighed less when I was drinking. <laughs> it's because you were eating less. So maybe I should start drinking again no. so that I eat less. Maybe you should just not f- substitute alcohol with food. I'm not substituting alcohol with food. I don't Something, drink food at night. Okay, so... If you're eating more, you will gain weight. Eating more than you burn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know what the problem... What's the problem? Is is that you're likely eating more than you should Goldfish? be. Goldfish? Probably. Yeah. Chips? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well... All the snacks that you eat that I buy for children... You're calling me a child? No, I said I buy I buy them for the children hmm. because we have growing teenagers, and I constant feedback I get from everyone in the house is that they need more food, and so I try to buy them more food. But they are supposed to be consuming that food. That's all I have to say on the subject. We're not going to talk more about this. What's next? All right. Well, I still think I'm too fat. And that nobody could possibly, including you, find me um, pleasant to look at. That's just the simple fact of it. So, okay. Um, I already said I feel like I'm the dumbest person in the room, right? 
Another negative. Thing. Do you ever like listen to people talk and you think, how did they come up with that idea? Like, how did they put those words together? Oh my God. And I'm sitting there just trying to think of anything. I'm like, I sit there and I watch these people talk and I'm like, they sound so smart. You were on a call today, yeah. right? It was a presentation being given. Okay. And I was in the car with you. Yeah. And I understood what they were saying, but like, I don't know how they put all those things together. And I was thinking to myself, I don't know who is listening to this and can understand what they're talking about. I think the same thing too. Like, how do these people... <laughs> but that's their flipping job. Well. You could talk about... uh recording or anything that you're specialized in yeah but no one cares about that <laughs> yes exactly huh well that's how i feel anyways often like i'm just sitting around all of these people who are way smarter than me and i don't know how i got there okay, we, so i'm just gonna reiterate the conversation right, then we, we had went earlier we went through this imposter syndrome i got it no that's not what i was gonna right, what say what were you gonna say I was going to say, everybody has something that they specialize in, that they are the, have that under their belt, right? Yeah. And it's different for everybody. And so when you're talking to somebody who is well-versed in one topic, and you are not, it doesn't mean that you're stupider or not as smart as the, that person. It just means that they've spent more time studying or learning about that particular topic it literally is not a reflection of you it's a reflection of what they have spent their time on huh i'm okay. gonna i'm gonna introduce a reframing of your mindset yeah but i also feel like i'm too old now that's never true you just learned how to do all this podcast stuff did i though oh my god somebody please help me that's how I feel. Too old. Um, You're not that old. Okay. I hate to tell you. Well, all right. Um, let's see. What else is what else um, is a common negative thought that I have? I already said this. I don't know what to say. I don't belong here. Is that the same? Did I already say that? Where don't you belong? That's imposter syndrome, I guess. Pretty much. I don't belong here. Maybe all of these are imposter syndrome. Um, here's one I haven't said yet. Um, I'm going to die a horrible death soon. I think that all the time. Like I've told you this before, like I'll be driving down the street, right? Looking up at the trees and thinking one of these branches is going to just fall and crush me. That's your anxiety. But I am plagued by it. Like every time. It's called anxiety. Um, People are on medication <clears throat> for it, that. Type of. Uh, last week I had a pain near my bladder. And you thought you had cancer. I thought I had bladder cancer. So I started taking uh, those cranberry pills you have oh for a UTI infection. I took those for like six days. And then I, I started drinking a gallon of water a day. Straightened me right out. Is it possible I had a UTI? Is that possible? You need to stop self-diagnosing yourself. Huh. You're not answering my question. No, because you're being ridiculous. No, sorry. 
I'm sorry. That I is the wrong thing to say to you. Did not wipe my penis uh, front to back. So I'm gonna just apologize to you because that was not fair. What did you do? I said that you were being ridiculous, but oh. I shouldn't say that to you because that's your anxiety talking. What's the difference between my anxiety and me? I'm just fixing your mic. You've got to learn how to do this, okay? It's going to fall off of that. That's a $500 mic. How is it going to fall off? Anything. Just gotta, I can touch it. So anytime you move this, just reach up and tighten the screws, okay? I literally didn't touch it. You did. You didn't know you did, but you did. Okay. I'm not going to get angry but with you about it. So what did you do that was unfair? I said you were ridiculous. Oh, that's not nice. I just said I apologize. Mm. Okay. I accept your apology. Mm-hmm. That's for your apology. Mm-hmm. And what, now, what was I saying? We were talking about your anxiety. Oh, about dying a horrible death soon. Yeah. In my UTI. Um, yeah. And the fact that you've been walking around telling me that you are having neurological issues. Yeah. But yeah, won't go to the doctor to confirm or deny well, I dropped a plate the other day, a greasy you had plate. Slippery hands. I've handled greasy plates in the past okay. and have not dropped them. That's called an accident. You know what an accident is? Something I doesn't do. happen on purpose. So when I start shitting my pants, is that just gonna be an accident? <sighs> We're getting older. We need to think about these things. That's what the doctors are for. Well, my doctor is leaving. Well, and we, now I don't have one. Well, <laughs> all my well, doctors. So we're not going to go to the doctors for the rest of our lives. All need, of my doctors keep leaving me. It's not true. We've had two doctors, and the other doctor left decades ago. I liked him. Yeah, he was a good guy, but he left. I was so concerned with impressing him all the time. <laughs> We haven't seen him in, like, years. I know. Where did he go? He disappeared. Oh. He switched into taking care of old people. So maybe I'll circle back <laughs> with him soon. Yay. Well. Anyways, just, it's a constant thing. It plagues me. Well, this I think thought. it's time to find a new doctor. Yeah, maybe. Um, let's see what else. I said this one. I'm a phony. Do you have anything else? Other negative thoughts? No, your negative thoughts outweigh mine. What do you mean? What does that mean? It means you have more on your list than I do. So those are liter- those are the only negative thoughts that you have? I said a lot of different things. All right. Um, let's see. I'm a failure. That's sort of like imposter syndrome, right? Yeah, a lot of these are related to what I... Um, feeling like I'm not the master of anything. Do you know what I mean? Like in, and I mean mastery in the sense I worked my whole life in a discipline and that I am at the top of that thing, right? You know, like a surgeon who works for 30 years as a surgeon. Mm-hmm. I did this to myself. I fucked myself. Because when I was a medical writer, and I did that work for 11 years, I felt like I was a true master of that. Mm-hmm. You know, But I also was <clears throat> unable to make parallel moves in the industry. I talked to you about this, because they all required master's degrees. Right, and now you have one. 
now I have one, but um, now comparable positions require doctoral degrees. Mm-hmm. And there's no fucking way I'm going and getting a doctoral degree. I already mm-hmm. tried that. It wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And I see colleges offering people with PhDs teaching gigs um, for no money. Yes. So fuck that. Um, so I'm not wasting my time on a doctoral degree anymore. Um, anyway, so then I switched careers mm-hmm. and I was starting to get good at like my day job. And then I started doing the union stuff and that's a whole other like discipline, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like I've just scratching the surface and understanding all of that. And mm-hmm. I've been doing it for four years. Okay. But <clears throat> I don't know if I have another 10 years in me. What else are you doing? I'm going to die a horrible death. Oh my God. It all ties together. Do you see what I mean? Ugh. People. So. SOS. Uh, then the last thing on here is um, a negative thought that I have. And this is, I guess, kind of related to nobody likes me. Or all these people hate me is that nobody really loves me. <laughs> okay. That's how I feel. I'm going to go to bed. Why? Because nobody loves you. Oh. Nobody loves Don't you ever me. feel that way? No. I know you love me. I know yeah. my family loves me. I know my children love me. What else do I need? But you don't ever ask yourself, how can anybody love me? No. Like, I don't even question that you love me. I do love you. Okay. You question that I love you? No, it's not that. It's that I can't believe you could. Do you know what I mean? I cannot be the only person who feels this way. That's your insecurity. I know. I I talk about this in therapy all the time, Uh, but apparently I'm not fixed. You need need somebody else. No, he's good. He's He's good? He's not pressing you. No, Um, he uh, he does. He does press me. Um, But, uh, boy, I'll... You know, a lot of it, a lot of it relates to uh, how I was raised. You have PTSD. Is that what it is? Probably. Well, it's something. Mm-hmm. And um, I often, yeah. I mean, what, my, you know, and uh, I'm working on this in therapy. Like my therapist really did. We check in on this all the time. And it's like one of these things. He encourages me, you know. To um, meet myself where I am and accept myself for who I am. And you're good enough. Accept that I can be loved for exactly who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand that. I hear those words. I hear myself saying that. Do that mantra. But how do I? Good enough. I'm smart enough. Gosh darn it. People like me. I'll ask them this. do Do you reflect on the fact that they made an SNL sketch about somebody who felt. That way, that that means that you are not the only person in the universe who feels that way. No, what I reflect on is they think those people are should be made fun of. No, that's not the point. And that we're weak. And I mean, 
maybe I am. Maybe I am the only person who thinks this way. That's not true. Who feels this way. But I'm sitting here at 48 years old. It never goes away. Why doesn't it go away? It should go away. It's never going to go away. And you want to live forever. So I don't understand. I do. I, do want I don't to understand forever. that dichotomous thinking because I'm like looking forward to when I don't have to worry about these things anymore. Well, maybe I'll fix it if I have infinity time. <laughs> What's that called? Eternity? <laughs> if I have eternity, I'll fix it. <laughs> maybe in the year 3000. Oh my God. I'll be able to This is like when you guys love myself. when ahead. you and Ted have those conversations about a nuclear warhead hitting. Yeah. And I say I just want to lay on the ground and die. Right. I want to survive so I can continue to be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> like it makes no sense to me at all. No, I, I just want to survive. <laughs> I do like Meantime, I'm just like, okay. I'm yeah. ready for it to be over. I know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say either. Anyways, so that's it. That's All it. Right. That's my list. Great. No one can love me. Love it. No one really loves me. So. Okay. Sure thing, Jan. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, the last thing I wanted to just talk about real quick is a movie review. We saw... Um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. What's it called again? Everything Everywhere All at Once. It has... What's her name in it? George O? No, Michelle Yeoh. Who is Captain Giorgio on Giorgio, that's Discovery. who it is. It has yes. Giorgio in it. But her it. name is Michelle Yeoh. She's in everything now. She's not in everything. No, I saw a list of stuff she's going to be in. Oh. She's going to be in like tons of stuff oh, coming she's up. amazing. But she's everywhere now. She's very, very good. She was in that um, giant panda movie. She was the giant panda. N- no, she was the grandmother. No, she was the mother. No, the mother was Sandra Oh. Oh. Sandra Oh. Yes. Okay, she was the grandmother. She was the grandmother. Well, that makes sense. She's old. Ugh. But she's awesome. And I she's love awesome her. at Discovery. I didn't know which panda she was, okay? Lay off. Discovery, Anyhow. yeah, she's really good in that. Yeah. There's going to be a spin-off for that. So mm-hmm. she was in this Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, and then also in that movie is the is the man who played Data in the Goonies. He was also... Um, he was in Indiana Jones. Short stuff yeah. from Indiana Jones. Yeah, and it also had that guy who was in which I'm Big Trouble be, in Little China. Which I'm going to be the one to point out was incredibly racist. Big Trouble in Little China? No, uh, maybe that was too, but Indiana Jones and the Temple yeah, of they Doom. Yeah, everything was. Um, so anyway, let's go back to Georgia. You know who else was in it? What? Um, that kid who was in Glee. All right. I don't know kid from Glee. Who's oh, no, that? I can't remember his name. Um, he was the dancer. All right, let's leave that aside. Anyways, um, the movie was excellent. It made me ball. No at the spoilers. End. Yeah, um, no, it literally made me ball at the end. It involves. Um, it's a multiverse. Michelle Yu, is that her name? Yo. Michelle Yo um, gets involved with a multiverse type of scenario. And she's traveling through all of these multiverse existences. And it's funny. It's a comedy. It's poignant. You cried. I cried so hard. It was really, really good. Well, there was a whole like mother-daughter storyline through well, that. It was also like um, is that a, what got a husband you? and wife situation. Oh, is that what got you too? 
No, it was more the mother-daughter stuff. Oh. But, like, it was, like, so good. Yeah. And they're, um, yeah, I don't want to say any more. It just was so good. It's definitely worth seeing. Mm -hmm. It's long, but it's really good. Yeah. Um, I do want to say one thing. So, um, and I'm sorry, um, this is not a commentary on Amherst Cinema, okay? Amherst, Massachusetts, uh, where we saw the movie. It's a small, like, independent theater. It's member-supported. And if you're listening to this, you should support them. Mm Mm-hmm. They also fed us a podcast guest once. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was his name? Greg Sestero mm-hmm. from The Room, mm-hmm. right? Hollywood actor type anyways. Um, so thank you, Amherst Cinema, for that. Uh, we enjoy going to your in, into your um, establishment and seeing movies there. Now, um, so this is post-pandemic, and I know people are just getting used to living in the world, but something happened at Amherst Cinema that I still can't believe I witnessed. So <clears throat> we were standing outside in the concession line. We had purchased our tickets and we were waiting at the desk. This woman, and I'm going to make some assumptions about their gender, but this woman comes marching up to the concession stand, butts in front of us. You know, we were sitting there waiting to talk to somebody. And she says to the person working there, your seltzers really should come with a warning. He stares at her. He goes, well, what do you mean? She goes, I opened it and it sprayed everywhere. All of my stuff is wet. He said, oh, well, I'm sorry. Um, that, that, that tends to happen with, um, carbonated beverages. Um, Okay, yeah. Um, she said, well, you really need a sign or something. I've never had one like this. Right. And at this point, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go into the theater. I can't, I can't deal with this, right? Because I think she demanded a new popcorn or something because her popcorn got wet. Um, and you went to the bathroom. And so I go into the theater. I sit down. I find a seat. And she comes parading in with her new popcorn in a new bottle of seltzer and she sits down and she goes and starts crowing on to the person she was with about how she told them and they're going to put up a sign about their seltzers exploding. And she's just so proud of herself for being a, a rude fucking piece of shit to this poor guy at the counter. Can you imagine such a thing? No. Seltzer. Can you Im- as bubbles? Can you imagine going through this world, right? Getting up to this point. This person, she looked like she was in her thirties or forties. Can you imagine making it to forty, having an unopened bottle of seltzer in your hand and not knowing how to navigate that without it going everywhere, <laughs> and being angry because it sprayed on you? I just, I can't imagine the entitlement. It's carbonated. Everyone knows how to open a bottle of seltzer. It's got electrolytes. You just, you you twist the cap a little bit. It hisses, right? You Mm -hmm. test it. There's a test you do. Okay, all right. Throttle it back a bit. Feeling forceful, right? It's like... Throttle it back. Close (laughs) it up. 
open it a little, a little more, a little bit more. Oh, then you can open it. Then you can open it. <laughs> Anybody who has walked on this fucking planet for 40 years should know how to open a bottle of seltzer, especially that woman. And that's where we should end the podcast. Anyways, I was outraged by this behavior. <laughs> yes, I know. You were on and on and on for days about it. And I want us to go back into lockdown so I don't have to deal with these people. All right. I can't believe you're not madder about this. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous. I don't know why you care so much about this. Because it was outrageous behavior and everybody was acting like it was okay. I really almost had a Larry David moment. I wanted to turn around and say what I just said to you, to her. Like, How did you make it to this age and not know how to open a carbonated beverage? <laughs> and you're so absorbed with yourself, you're going to demand that this theater put up a sign? Because you got a little fucking seltzer on your leg and in your popcorn? Fuck you, lady! <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. I know. All right. You don't want to hear it. I love you. All right. Well, people, we hope you had a happy Easter, a happy Passover. Um, All hope the you, things. Hope you enjoyed hearing about my negative thoughts. <laughs> it's so entertaining. Stomping Jen's two negative thoughts. I had more than two. You had two? I had no, more. you had way less than me. That's a good sign. I'm going to give you this. Whoops. <laughs> that was a negative sign. That was a negative thought sign. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm happy that you don't have as many negative thoughts as me. We have to balance each other out. Yep. I'm glad that I'm the one who was um, severely abused oh my as God. a child. And now I'm walking around with PTSD. And it's not you. Lovely. So let's... <laughs> All I don't right. know why I can't hit the right button. It must be your neurological. I think it is my neurological <laughs> problems. Let's see if I can hit the positive chime again. I can't do it. You're doing that on purpose. All right. There we go. Okay. All right, friends. All right. Well, listen, if you're hearing this for the first time, we're going to ask you to please subscribe to our podcast. Um, we have lots of really good guests coming up. We've just completed some really awesome interviews. Those are in the pipeline. Be on the lookout for those. Uh, and then, of course, there's going to be more of this, whatever the fuck this is. Mm -hmm. Not negative thoughts. I think next right. time we're going to do positive thoughts. Well, about you picked ourselves. the fucking question. Then. I just did. Positive thoughts. All right. Well, take care, everybody. Um, be well. And until the next time. Bye now. Bye now. This world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity. And that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed 
by the binding force of mutual respect and love. I shall never cease to do what little I can to help the world advance along that road.